0: mr white can you hear me yeah man you coming there clean coming in clean no
1: doubt, my people was hanging we back with another therapy thursdays my name is chief i'm bell and we got our player partner mr mr white lcsw adrian white out of charlotte north carolina oh don't man i'm gonna mess it up adrian i was gonna try to spit, give him your email real quick info at accelerated elevation accelerate i was gonna say it backwards accelerated com. check elevation
2: out the website accelerated will work
1: too yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah. check or out the website accelerated yeah the website yeah. under my uh, name
1: it's dope though it's super dope um mr white what's happening baby how you be how you feeling how you living
0: <clears throat> man what's good man um i'm feeling good man i'm feeling good i had some great coaching sessions today with uh just the men that i work with man when they hit the next level that thing just does something for Mm. me you know what i'm saying and it was just i was just thankful that i literally get paid to do something i like doing because that wasn't always the case as we know sometimes you know we got to grind get it you know we got to do whatever we can to make sure our families is good but to be able to do a job that's rewarding and it still like take care of everything I needed to be taken care of. It was it's awesome, man. So I'm just feeling humble tonight. I'm feeling really, really good, man.
1: That's definitely what's up, yo. Was that was that was that your check in? Was that, was that the check in? Oh, yeah,
0: I, I thought that's what you you asked me what was good. So yeah, I was just
1: you know, just checking in, just, just saying hello. But you know, you went on in, so that's what's <laughs> up. You know what I mean, all black when in therapy, we, we open the door, you just let it ride. You know what I'm saying that's what's up. <laughs> Hey
2: Adrian, talk talk to me about your coaching. So, so, like that breakthrough that you experienced, like what what's the demographic? Like what like when when people want to find you for coaching, what should they come to you for coaching on?
0: So, I would say mostly transitioning. So any man that's transitioning, whether divorce, um, separation, becoming a father, trying to find yourself, um, you know, just graduating college, issues in your marriage, relationships. So anything as it relates to a man, right? Juggling, trying to find your career, all types of things. And that's what men reach out to me, you know, for. And it's easy because I feel like I've been through everything, right? Like I have made every mistake there is to make. So not only do I have a lot of the uh, personal experience that with me as a therapist as well, too. I use those skills when mm-hmm. I do coaching. And so that's what I-
1: You just muted yourself, player.
0: My mic slipped out. The kids mm-hmm. done ruined my mic. But mm-hmm. uh really, really the only difference when I do coaching versus therapy is the type of relationship I can have with the with the people who mm-hmm. I work with. So that's exactly. why I prefer coaching, right? So, like if I a lot of people are moving to Charlotte. So when I coach them, they don't know a lot of people. We can go out and just have lunch. You know what I'm saying? There's so many different dynamics that I can do as a coach versus a therapist. Like another um benefit of my coaching, you could text me throughout the week. Like we could, we could, we can engage. So it, it blends a lot of mentorship, you know, in there as well. So
2: yeah, my, my wife's a coach. I think I mentioned to you before. And she, um, which I didn't even know, still existed. All her clients they use Voxer, so mm-hmm. they they communicate through Voxer and everything like that. I'm like, I didn't even know Voxer was still around, but that's what's up. Now I was just curious, just for our listeners, for, for those who want to know, because you've mentioned it a couple of times, and just wanted to make sure we gave them some more um, some more content or context around what what, what it is you do. But that's dope. That's dope. So. Mr. White, we had a conversation a couple of days ago and it was
1: about it was about experience from a from a counselor's perspective and what they were saying was you know how like they say you go you take advice from someone who's made all the mistakes. You know what I'm saying or someone who's reached all the success. But someone said like if they haven't gone through it they they don't trust you. But I'm sure you encounter a lot of situations where people come to you and, and it's, you know such shit that you haven't dealt with does it make it easier for you when you've gone through these experiences or is it just like is there like lessons that teach you how to navigate through stuff that you haven't necessarily gone through yourself you know what i'm saying does that make Mm -hmm. sense because a lot of people some
2: people wouldn't trust you if you haven't gone through what they've what they've gone through well i would i would imagine but you you answer agent i would imagine that's where his credentials come in right
1: but i'm I'm just saying that's what i'm asking like so from your personal experience is that even applicable when i mean i'm not that it's not applicable but like isn't this like a, a fine line you have to go between inviting your personal life into into the profession?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So the rule of thumb that I follow, if I'm gonna share anything personal is how does it help the person that I'm de- I'm working with. If it's right. literally not going to help them at all, then there's no point in me sharing it. Right. But also the difficulty or what a challenge could be is if I relate closely too much to what the person is going through, I can then start to press on what worked for me on to them. And that may not be what they need. So I can start telling them what to do, assessing what they need and coming up with a plan that more so fits them. Is that- that in some instances it's a benefit. Yeah, it's a benefit sometimes to work with a therapist who doesn't relate to what you're going through. So then there won't be no bias involved at all. They're literally just identifying the problem setting the goals with you they're looking for any faulty thinking any cognitive distortions anything like that and then they're giving back to you literally what it is that they're seeing
1: now is it difficult to like refrain from inserting your personal perspective at times because i know like in just in casual conversation yeah you know what i had, I had an experience like that too like blah, blah 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 and just like having that type of conversation you have to like fight back like refrain yourself from doing that at times
0: no no I, I don't just, know you're I'm always you're so always I'm just, I'm just curious you know what i'm saying No, no, no. That's that's a great question. I don't think so. I think, but it's probably because I've been doing it so long. And then earlier on, I don't think I struggled with it because I was just so nervous. I didn't want to make a mistake. So like I was overthinking and I was, you know, overly conscious of it. But now I don't know. Because when I go in, I have to understand, right? Mm -hmm. If I'm talking, the more I talk, the less effective I'm going to be at understanding. So I'm really just trying to ask, a bunch of questions. That's on my mind, and I had to learn that. Hey, I have to be slow to speak, right? Let me ask these questions. Let me make sure I'm not assuming, so I have a clear picture. Then, once I have a clear picture, it's typically a lot easier for me to go ahead and go, you know, forward with them. But then, too, like, I don't know. I think I got easier at just telling what certain people need, right? So it's like sometimes, right? Even in that first session, I'll self-disclose some things when they're like, "Yo, you you don't know." and i also in my consultations i give them the opportunity to ask me anything i'm like personal I- anything about my experience like all of that because that is what a lot of us a lot of men like us they need that piece oh okay so you're not perfect either. oh okay cool now that literally shuts the wall down and they're willing to just go and just let all you know types of things out
1: that's what's up i feel like we dove right into the joint you know, real real fast we was getting the conversation. <laughs> you checking.
0: dove in the real fast. i was just you you asked him a question about the profession nevertheless
1: Go ahead. So Bellhead, what's good? <laughs> Check in, B. <laughs> I'm
2: good, man. Um I just got back from New York last night. I had my um uh my team's holiday party. We did uh one of those Hudson River cruise um joints. Oh. It was a good time. I'd never seen a Statue of Liberty so close. The only time I saw Statue of Liberty was when we picked Prentice up from the airport that one time in March. That was my first time seeing it. So um so that was dope and seeing uh Lower Manhattan and all the views and all that, but bruh. I um uh, the dinner cruise is at seven. Mm. It started boarding at six thirty, but it left at seven. I left my hotel at six thirty, three miles away. It took me 40 minutes to get there. You I might don't make it. Yo, I pulled up. <laughs> I'm I'm texting my team. I'm like, yo, you guys are there? She's like, Yeah, send us the tickets. I'm like, all right. Then I'm like, um, I'm like, I'm I'm not gonna get to those 705. Like we got you, we're gonna do some negotiating with the captain. So they started talking to the captain, and then it's like, "Look, this is my boss. He's here from Boston." And the captain was like, "So you want me to help somebody out from Boston?" I'm like, (laughs) "New York, yeah." I'm like, "Damn." So, and then the thing is, you pull up. It's Pier Thirty Six. You pull up. This is huge building, but the boat is around back. Mm -hmm. So, I'll show you my. I'll, I'll 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 show you the picture on my phone. I get around back. I don't see the boat. I'm going to go, damn, they left me. But I see arrows on the ground that lead to where the area is. I'm like, well, fuck it. Let me just start jogging. Now, mind you, I got a full suit on, a full length wool coat, some designer sneakers, and I'm in a full out sprint because now I can see the boat. But, bro, that shit is so far. <laughs> like, it's so far that they couldn't see me running towards them. Like that's how far it was. And I was just going. And by the time I got there, man, I'm like, my damn chest hurt, man. <laughs> so but they held the boat. I we didn't they didn't leave till like 7.15. They held the boat for me. We had a good time, man. And uh, my, like, my, I need a drink. Man, I needed some water. Like I'm saying. I needed some water and some damn uh, Gatorade, but uh, but it was good though, man. I did that last night. I um going on vacation. And I'm um, looking forward to that, to just kind of unplugging, taking my son to Puerto Rico for the first time. Uh, he's never seen that side of his family. We was down in uh, Panhandle this year, earlier this year. So he's meeting my dad's family. So he's going to see the, uh, the Puerto Rican side when we get down there. So, yeah, I'm good, man. I'm good. That's what's up. You know, me
1: doing the same old, same old, still working on some things, putting together the next, the next, next, the next album
2: already. You know, what nice. I'm start nice. starting my, my grind on that already. When you want to release that? Or is it not? Is it just still nah, it's too, too, too too soon? Way too soon. too
1: soon. But I mean, so but I'm I want to have it ready so I can have a nice, you know what I mean, a nice mm-hmm. extended run on it and whatever. But um, so that's going. I got some 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 cool people I connected with that's gonna help out. It's gonna be pretty dope. Um one of the producer cats I met, like did uh did some joints with it. you name it, he done it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like all of the above, and he was like, "Yeah, I'm down." So we chopped up a thing. so that's gonna be kind of cool. Um, kids are good. Yo, quick story. So my shorty, I don't know if I told you Miss, but my shorty plays softball. My daughter, and she's like, she picked it up very, very fast over the past like two years. So she's she's twelve years old now. She's playing with a fourteen year old, a fourteen u team. So she's like playing up. You know what I'm saying? And she's she's doing well and she's like i want to you know i want to i want to start working out so i can get stronger so we went to work out the other day and it was nothing crazy just a regular just just to kind of get her body used to it so there's no weights just you know air body body squats and push-ups or whatever and we did some wall sits you know she, she ain't she ain't used to working out so we had to, we did wall sits for 45 seconds and her legs is trembling i'm talking about shaking i'm like babe don't quit and she's and, and, and she's in there you can see it in her face if you gotta cry go ahead and cry and she starts crying and i'm like and she starts crying and i'm and, and it was like five seconds left but she like thugged it out and she popped up and she was good She was like "Damn, that hurts so bad and i'm like but yo like everything in me just thought she didn't have that willpower you know what i'm saying but like to see her push through to the point of like making herself cry which i'm like i wouldn't have said anything if she gave up because it's literally her first time you know what i'm saying but the, the fact that she pushed through is just like it was like empowering almost, bro. Like, I, I didn't have to like this was just like you know, you can't sometimes you can't teach that. I mean yeah. you can not you know what I'm saying? So she but she fought through and it was just it just it just felt real good. And today she's like, damn, my legs hurt so bad. I'm so tired. So, so, but, but we went back to the gym today and got it in again, you know. what I'm saying and she pushed through the soreness and whatnot. So
2: I mean, I haven't done a wall sit, bro. I couldn't <laughs> tell you how
1: long. Yeah, so we pushed through that a little bit today, and it was cool. So I'm just excited to see, you know. How much bigger, faster, and stronger would she gets. She 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 trying out for she she going to do track on Monday. What she want to do? She want to she, she want to throw. You know what I mean? she she a pitcher, mm-hmm. Adrian. So you know what I'm saying. She that like, makes oh, sense. She want to you know what I mean she want to throw the javelin or whatever. So
2: oh the not the you know. shot put. I thought she gonna, I thought she, for she sure going to shot though. put. She she might, she,
1: like, whatever. She just she, she's pretty fast too though. You know what I'm saying. So she might. Who knows? Coach will see
2: what she gotten. But what would that be for? School or like school? Yeah. Oh okay school, okay. Yeah. School got a track team. Yeah. Oh, okay, dude. Yeah. I, all I remember in middle school is cross country. I know we had a track team, but all I remember is cross country. I don't remember. Yeah, nothing. was no. hooping at that time. So no, no, I know. But, I, but I'm but i just saying, like, in terms of, like, actual teams. And you, can you hoop?
0: Yeah, I'm <laughs> nice. Well, I was nice. I'm terrible now.
1: No <laughs> doubt. No doubt. So, listen, yo. What we want to talk about today, y'all, was trauma responses, man. Mr. White, um, before we get into the story of, of, of how we – Came about this? Are you familiar with trauma responses? That's something you like see often, or in your personal life, or even in, in the profession. Wait
2: before you answer. Before you answer, if you are new to the page, it's all Black Men Need Therapy. Make sure you share, like, and subscribe. Word. We got one heart on the screen right now. Keep liking and sending love
1: to us, yo, for real, for real. Uh, visit the website too, y'all. www.abmnt.com. We got merch out. Get yourself a sweatshirt or something like that. You dig?
0: Well, Go ahead uh yeah so i see it with a lot of with a lot of couples Mm
1: -hmm.
0: especially like i would say not but on both sides equally Mm -hmm. so when whether somebody feels you know disrespected or threatened or um the trust has been broken something like that you know i see a lot of the flight of course um in the men a lot of the fight that's in the just you know a lot of us that's we automatically turn to in a lot of situations like that so i see it a lot in those areas and it's Especially too, because I specialize now. So since I only work with couples and men around mostly transitions, that's the only way it show up. Like I don't even see people for other things like I used to. I really stay away from the majority of mental health disorders, like serious ones. Uh So yeah, that's my scope. Okay.
1: So do you remember? Do you know if we ever told the people what it was? I don't think we ever told them. I don't remember when we, I don't even remember when we did the episode. We talked about it was right around the, the time of the the, uh, the Oprah email. I don't think we ever told the no, people what the happened. Ears, right, right, right. Yeah. No, so, we did. Well, I don't think we did because I know in that episode we didn't.
2: But maybe the one after. Oh, well, you talking about how how we responded when we got the email?
1: We talked about how we responded. We never told them what the email was about and who and who it came from and all that good stuff. Uh, we never shared that information with anybody.
2: And I'm I'm guessing you want to share it now. Why not? Yeah, now, now's
1: the time. So, we we got to hear the story though, right? So we get this email from this dude, right? And and it, and, it, and it says, you know, we get a bunch of emails and it's like spam or whatever. So we didn't we didn't pay to, pay no attention to it. So then it comes back like two weeks later, and it's the same dude. I'm like, okay. And then Bell looks him up on LinkedIn, mm-hmm. looked him up on LinkedIn. It's legit. So it's this dude from the Oprah Winfrey Network, the own network. And we like. Mm-hmm that's hop on them you know what i'm saying and they reached they reached out to us like yo we would like to get down with y'all blah 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 blah. so i'm like yo this is dope right so we schedule this and so we schedule this call and they're like yeah we want to get you you know to have this person on and we'll pay you this much and yada 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 and we like yo is this real so we get the team together we drafting up contracts got them negotiating everything they about to give us a bag <laughs> they pretty much in the email so like yeah this it's a go Right? So we like, word. So we get, every other me, him, and Prentice, shout out to my man P, we, we read the email, and Prentice is like, dumb hype. So he calls me, and he's like, yo, you ain't hype, blood? I'm like, you know, we, we ain't signed no papers yet, bro. We got a little bit, you know I mean, Let's wait till we sign them papers, right? And then Prentice is like, yo, what, like, what, what the hell is going on? Be like, you ain't hype enough for me. I'm hanging up on you. I'm going to give you a chance to get your shit right. I'm hanging up. I'm going to call Bell. So he calls Bell, and Bell got pretty much the same response. Like, Yeah, I just saw the email. Yeah, it's cool. You know what I'm saying? And then I guess his, Bell's wife.
2: Yeah, she either overheard the conversation or, or I think she, I think he was on speaker. That's what it was. I think he was on speaker or something like that. And then she was just explaining to him, like, that's how I respond to good news. Like, if it's not final, finish, definitive, then I don't necessarily get, i don't move one way or the other like i'm just like until it's until it's something to um celebrate i don't celebrate it you know and even sometimes also when i when it is time to celebrate i still don't celebrate it because now it's like again um it wasn't you were on it was an episode we did recently we had talked. we spoke in length about how i how i perceive happiness and um the strive, like, like the work that it takes to be successful, and and I, what I say is, I may or may not ever be one that like rests on his laurels, like oh I, I made it this far, I'm gonna just kick back and chill. The unintended consequence of that is, you're always shooting for something, and you never get a chance to enjoy, right, and and um be in the moment of what you've already accomplished. So I say that to say, my wife had explained. She's like, "No, that's that's a trauma response. Like you not being excited about this is something in your past that won't allow you to be happy about something until it's final, until there's no way it can be taken from you, until there's no way that it that it um that uh it's in jeopardy, because until you you don't she basically you don't invest your emotion until." it's warranted, you know what I'm saying? So I'm like, I never thought about it like that. I just, that's just how I respond to most things. Um, But yeah, so that's, that's the story. And it wasn't, it wasn't anything dramatic or big, but it was just, the the situation was a dope situation. No, it was. But it, um, it, 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 it it didn't move me one way or the other until, until we, cause I don't, I don't do verbals. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I need, I need something signed and when it's signed then we move forward you know but so long story short it it didn't it never ended up panning out which is
1: a testament to kind of why we didn't respond the way we should have responded but it was so cool in the moment like at the time and we was new very newly into the like into recording the podcast and like yo we the oprah winfrey network want to work with us like yo this is dope like this is like for real for real you know what i'm saying so it felt good and then all of a sudden. Dude just went ghost on us, right? Yeah. Dude just went ghost on us, no nothing. Ain't heard back or nothing like that. So it's like, all right, and, I should and, probably follow up with him at some point. Yeah, why not? And and, and it let and, and let him go. And it was just like, but and we never. I don't. So if you look in the comments, shout out to Reese, Mia, um, to Mia, and um, so they um. We never got to sell it. We never we never told the people what it was. We kept it under wraps because we didn't we didn't want to like blow it. And we never told the the people. But even
2: that, like even if you remember, even that you kept like saying we got something big, we got something big happening. That was bothering me. I'm like, yo, (laughs) like let's not even say nothing about nothing until we find out something, you know what I'm saying? And that's uh, also how I am. Like, I'm I'm just a person, and not this this has nothing to do with trauma, but or maybe it does, who the hell knows? I'm um, I'm I'm not a person that likes. To um like be on the be in the spotlight. Like I don't like the spotlight. I didn't these lives, for instance, it damn near took me three years to convince me to go live. Like I just didn't want to do it. Like I want, I don't like like front facing. Like I don't mind speaking at at like um events and stuff like that, but I don't I guess another way to say it is I just want people in my business. (laughs) Like, so that's how I've always been. It's taken. It's taken a long time for
1: us to kind of lower, the, lower the guard a little bit and be a little bit more vulnerable. Because we would have conversations and they'd be real service level with them the whole time. You know what I'm saying? And and, and in the very beginning, it was tough. Like we, I remember some certain conversations. Like, damn, it's, you can't even say vulnerable without feeling a certain type of way. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. never mind being vulnerable. But um, the story at hand was like, with that great news, bro. We didn't allow ourselves the moment or the opportunity to. To celebrate, to embrace the moment and just be proud of the work we were doing. Because we we're so worried about it not being or, or or not not coming through and being and maybe look stupid. I don't know what it you know what happens if we tell everybody it doesn't happen. Like, no, oh.
2: no, it's not that for me. For me, it's like I'm not about to invest my emotion and allow myself to get all excited if there's nothing to technically be excited about yet. Right. So that's what it is for me. So it's like, It's like for me to get to go because like that's an emotion, you know what I'm saying? Like that's an emotion. So I'm allowing myself. I'm giving my emotion to somebody else in in return to something great happening. But it's like if I have to give that up, I need something in return and I'm not willing to give that up yet until I get that thing in return. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, Mm -hmm. no, I'm protecting my emotions. I'm protecting my space by way of. Um. by way of just keeping it by by way of understanding that this is a give and take mm-hmm. I'm not going to give you this for nothing like you have to do something for me to give this to you and that's and this is crazy because this is a deeper conversation that's how I am with everything what I mean by that is this I'm not I'm not just trusting you because I'm a good human I'm saying so, like, so like for instance, Adrian, if you started, um, if you move next door, right? We didn't know you, you move next door. Um, some people, some people give trust freely, and then they take it back quickly if if warranted, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, oh, yeah, that's Adrian, he's moved next door, he's the social workers' life coach, he's this, he got all stuff going on, he's a great dude, great family, great all of this. So you have all the signs in the workup to be trustworthy, right? (laughs) (laughs) Which makes it even more so of a reason why. (laughs) No, it's not even that. It's not. I'll trust you to, you know, be a good neighbor. State Farm is there. But, you know, like, I'm not going to trust you with something that means something to me until you've proven that you can be trusted. Absolutely. You know, so that's 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 how I am with all. If, if, if i have to allow myself to be, be vulnerable i want to know my vulnerability is going to land in a safe space that's the easiest way to sum it up and that
1: makes total and complete sense so when we had this conversation mr white it was it was around black men learning how to be happy learning how to celebrate a moment and pat yourself on the back you ever see the, the meme where it says a year ago or you're halfway to where you said you wanted to be a year ago, or something mm-hmm. like that, or I can't remember exactly how it was worded, but you've made these strides and progressed to a point where you're like on the way to getting to your goal, and we don't acknowledge any of the good work that was done beforehand
0: mm-hmm.
1: because we haven't reached the ultimate, you know, the end goal.
2: But we also move the end goal continually. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like yeah. you hit you hit this one thing, then you you I got to get something. At least I do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right.
0: So so let me say this. So first, with the your response with not getting happy, right? The thing about a trauma response is not bad, right? I think a lot of times people hear this trauma and it's automatically like a negative connotation to it, right? But a trauma response is literally just how you react to trauma. So I don't know if what you went through, I would have to know what you initially were going through, to where, hey, maybe you got excited too early and you were disappointed, like the degree right. to which you were disappointed to be able to say that that's a trauma response. Because really that's wisdom. Hey, there's nothing to really celebrate because you've been promised things before, but we know a, a mouth for me promising you something means nothing if it's not in writing. So to not right. celebrate that doesn't necessarily mean that came from a traumatic experience, right? Or that's how you respond to um, things that could possibly make, make you happier that other people would... Feel like, um like, hey, other people would celebrate it. That sounds like that's just wisdom. Like that's just a wise yeah. way to look at things.
2: It, it could be, it could be both. You know, yeah, like, it could be both. and and I think we don't. I don't look deep into what has happened to me to evoke this this current state emotion or response. Mm-hmm. You know, what I'm saying like, there may be something that I not, and I'm not saying there is or isn't. I, I honestly don't know. There may have been moments or a moment where something impacted me to the point where it now triggers this r- response
0: mm-hmm.
2: and i say may or may not because shit, it could be suppressed you know what i'm saying right. like I, I i may never acknowledge that again so to me it may not exist however the feeling exists so when this happens again i.e trauma response when this happens it's like oh I mean, let me protect myself. You know what I'm saying? And again, Mm -hmm. it's not just when good things for me personally, it's, it's Mm -hmm. every time I can lend my, any, anytime I can give somebody a piece of me, like I I need to be sure, you know what I'm saying? Like I need to be really sure. And, um, and again, I, I don't know, I don't know where it comes from. I don't, it's a, it could be a survival yeah. tactic could be whatever yeah that's
0: something we would literally probably have to like explore like you would literally unpack yeah. that with somebody just different um stages of your life how you responded to different things etc but again even if it is a trauma response that doesn't make it bad, bad. or yeah negative, no that's you know okay. what I'm saying.
2: That's so that's a good call out too because one could hear that and immediately attach a negative connotation to it but mm-hmm. so that, that's a good call out
1: I do. I just. I think what's cool about the whole thing is that I'm listening to it. Like when you, if you had to sit down and unpack all of this, like this is literally one of them things where you could be like, "Yo, no, nah, that wasn't it." Oh wow, when I was seven, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like this is one of them things that could really, really like, like take you back into the in, into the place. And so, one of the experiences we talked about in that episode was, like. In the midst of me achieving certain accomplishments with my poetry getting flown all uh, to to la and perf- and doing a show on television and yada 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 like i was happy to go but it wasn't i, I didn't allow myself to be like yo this is like a big deal bro like i just and i, and I don't know why And may again probably to, to the same notice bell like something that that needs to be unpacked but yeah. i f- I'm Now that we had this conversation, the devil's like there's something there that has prevented me from, like, <clears throat> celebrating the, the big wins. You know what I'm saying?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I agree completely. I work with people on celebrating the small wins, right, because I think we can be so caught up on trying to reach a certain point, which, like Bell was saying, that point changes anyway, you know, as we as we grow we're trying to fill these endless voids how we talked about titles and things like that so it's like we and we don't know how to celebrate small wins too sometimes or big wins
2: that we can park right there for a second cuz that's the other thing that's probably the bigger conversation like are we equipped to celebrate like do we know what it means to celebrate right like do we know how to celebrate like because i can speak for myself i can speak for myself there's certain things that i accomplish that i don't talk about or i'll dumb down because i feel depending on the audience it can be like like you coming over here talking to me about this x accomplishment and you know i'm on section eight you know what i'm saying but that Relationship is that like we're still super close now. They may not be saying that at all, but that's in my mind, like how I look at it. Like, I'm over here basically, and and I wouldn't be, but I'm just for the, the purpose of this conversation, I'm over here boasting about you know an extra $30,000 I made or whatever the case. And this person didn't make $30,000 for the year, right. you know what I'm saying? So, for me, that's another reason why I don't. Um, and this, again, it's a, it's a greater conversation. That's another reason why I don't necessarily talk a lot about things because then the other thing is it's like more you talk about things and, and I'm not saying this is a fact. I'm saying this is how I perceive it. The more you talk about things, the more things you potentially would have to give people. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, so for me, like. I don't necessarily brag or or anything, and and you could tell, bro. Like you, you probably have experienced yeah. as you move through your your education and your credentialing and everything like that. People sometimes, again, this is why I always tell him it's it's so important, like your environment and and who you surround yourself with, because I've been places, man, and literally haven't said a word about anything, like professionally, that I do. And the in the in the responses to people, like it's almost like um like all of a sudden I become intimidating. You know what I'm saying? Where it's like, bro, I'm just trying to get a drink, man. Right. Like I'm just trying to get a drink. Like, doesn't matter what my title is, you know, and literally, like, I, I won't speak about these things. And then they'll press me about certain things, and then I'll I'll be forced to answer. I'm like, oh, you're all of this, you're all. I'm like, no, you said that. Right. Not me. You know what I'm saying? Like You asked me a question, I answered it. A question I didn't want to even go down this road on, but here we are. You know, so there's, there's a level of insecurity in me and in people that I just don't want to expose sometimes. So I also don't celebrate it, right? That's me personally, but I also think as Black people, I mean I'm an overarching Black people, like, I think there's been so much so many things that we could uh, not celebrate that is hard to find the things to celebrate, if that makes sense. I don't know if that makes sense. But it
0: makes no, sense. It, do, it does. And I like what you were saying too because I feel like it can go twofold, right? You can have somebody who, and I think it, mo- the majority of it always stems from childhood, right? Some way, 100%, 100%. form, shape, right? It's all, it's all connected. So it could literally be to where you weren't celebrated as a child. So now it literally means nothing to you because it was never validated by your parents, which can lead to the insecurities, right? But rather than feeling like, or acknowledging that we're insecure, they will tell ourselves, well, hey, no, I don't wanna do this because then they just gonna hype me up and I don't want the attention. But when in all reality, it's because you don't even see yourself as a good person or like you really even accomplished something.
2: Or deserve
0: it. Or deserve it,
2: absolutely because that's another thing that um I, I dealt with before. And not that I didn't feel like I deserved it, because I, I know how hard I work, so th- mm-hmm. that's not the case. But I see people, and I'm like, they're deserving too. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, they're deserving too. And, you know, whatever, circumstances, whatever the case. but And it's like, I, got, I would tell him all the time, man, like, there's nothing, like, for me, more fulfilling than like bringing people along with you like you know what I'm saying as you as you do different things certain things like just bringing people along with you you know what I'm saying like like that to me is 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 important definitely dope hey mr White, Bell, I want to take a quick a quick pivot and dig and dig into the
1: to the comments real quick elder ad shout out to him but they asked some questions I figured we 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 could tackle a couple of them while we're here man this is why we went live so we can, so we can get you know join in with the people so shout out to elder ad and he says question mr white why do a lot of therapists automatically default to depression when assessing what you're going through even before you finish explaining what you're experiencing? Cuz
0: it's easy? Yes, yeah, it's it's easy. That that's <laughs> that's probably what I what I can say, a lot of times therapists are not that experienced in the field. A lot of times they just try to work with, you know, so many different people just because they want to build their case load up so it could be a variety of reasons right so typically like with me and that's another reason why I went to coaching but as a therapist when you build insurance you have to give the person a diagnosis
2: mm.
0: right that's the only way their insurance will cover it so me I always like to lead towards like adjustment disorders right meaning hey you just had some things going on in the past few months and you are struggling to kind of cope with it those are my initial ones because I feel like it takes a lot longer than one session to determine if somebody has you know schizophrenia or even anxiety i feel like it takes more unless they have like a history of their own medication you know and, and things like that but i really think it is just a, a default thing and people don't always know you know their dsm uh, which, is, which is what we use to diagnose people the, uh what's the, what's the acronym for oh don't get me to lie. i don't know <laughs> <laughs> <I forgot. laughs> but the deep, dang, that's terrible. I don't know, but it's pretty much like a book with all of the diagnosis. It has all of the oh, criteria yeah. that they need to meet. So really, we would look in the book. Do they meet this? Do they boom, boom, boom. Okay, this is the diagnosis that they have.
2: <laughs> no, yeah, we got like that. We got something like that for for like leadership. But real quick, speaking of diagnosis, do you have ADHD or something? Like I'm so I'm in Chief's house right now. And this dude's literally touched everything on this damn desk. <laughs> like, he took—we have a camera on the desk. He took it from one place and moved it to another place. I was the, the unhooking like <laughs> headphones and putting them in bags. Like, sit your ass down somewhere. Don't worry about what I be doing, b. I'm good. I'm balanced out. Let's and this it. dude's doing everything over here, man. Shut like, out, b. like, none of this shit is bothering any of us. It is not in Shout the way out of the nothing. To
1: people in the chat, it's like, to Elder, Elder, AD, Reesey, Mia bag of toast that's what's up um let me get let me keep going and she did say we never talked we never told the people about it and receiving followers is day one bell they say they truly listen shout out to my guy man you know what i'm saying because we're truly proud of your growth
2: comfort and level comfort and level and, he, and allowing us
1: to get to get to know you in real time bell low-key your lives are great and we look forward to hearing them
2: you know hey so, so- I'm about to launch my own Instagram page, y'all. <laughs> Finally, I'm about to do it, man. I'm All about to right. launch my own Instagram page. Elder
1: AD says, Bell, do you think because you're so self-sufficient, self-sustaining and self-aware that your response
2: was subdued
1: because the email was not a result of the work you put in?
2: Um, That is a great question. <laughs> that is a great question because... Um, and I'm 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 gonna paraphrase, but almost uh, what I'm what I'm hearing is, you're saying that we got something, and I'm not saying you're saying this, but this is how I'm, I'm hearing it. We got something that we didn't necessarily we had an opportunity that, that the work didn't necessarily correlate to. You know what I'm saying? Like like if we got that email now, it would make more sense. But at the time when we got it, I had more questions than than anything. Like how did they find us? You know what I'm saying? Like like. All these questions which is why we didn't think it was real but it was damn sure real um that's a great question here's the here's the scary thing to answer to, to to i don't have an answer <laughs> but but what i can tell you is even when i do put the work in and i get the result that i said i was going to get or i want to get i still don't give myself enough grace but i will say or give myself enough grace and or Appreciation for what I just accomplished. But I will say, you know, this may be good or bad, but I've recently reactivated my shopping problem. So what <laughs> what I, I I've always just been so like conscious of like putting money away, investing in stuff, doing things. And then recently we just got a bonus. That I talked about I like, man, fuck it, man. I'm about to buy some stuff. So today, right? I was in Tennessee recently and I bought some glasses I'm, I'm going to Cancun in February, uh, January and every time I go to Cancun I, I just buy like a new set of shades and um and I always get this certain style but when I was in there I'm trying on so many damn glasses and and I'm like all right you know I'm gonna get these so in my mind I'm like right, I got the ones I always go with. I go with the aviator lenses like I always go with those I'm coming back from um, the airport today and the sunny. I'm in the back of the Uber. I go grab my glasses. I put I'm like, oh, I bought these? I didn't even know what I bought That's my point. <laughs> like, I didn't even know what I bought. Like, that's how. And I, I bought like four pairs of sneakers over the last like week. It's, it's getting out of hand. It's getting out of hand. So I have been celebrating myself. But now I got to. I'll be swinging the pendulum. Like, I don't do shit, you know. And then 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 I do everything. So I, I got I to gotta shut it down. For, Shout out to my guy, Larry Frank. Hey, Larry Frank.
1: Um, it says, greeting, brother. I honestly think it all boils down. Let me put that up there. I honestly think it all boils, it all boils down to what you want to verbalize because negativity hits different when it's verbally conveyed versus suffering in silence. shape, my brother. What do you mean by that, Larry Frank? Oh, the, it's the Diagnostic and Statistica, Statistical Manual of Mental yeah. Disorders. You know what I'm saying? We knew what that was. Yeah, we knew that. I always want to give y'all some homework. You know what I'm saying. He, said let, he said, "Let. me get the five you told Chief he couldn't get.
2: He got the bonus and ain't passing out no bread.' Oh, uh, shit, gone. I told you I just reactivated. <laughs> <laughs> I got trips on. coming up and shopping. That's bought some suits. What was the other? It was another. Um, I thought well, was I, want the, I want, I want, I want, Larry Frank. If he's still on, to um, expound on that because I think. I think I know what he's saying, but I'm not really sure. Are you saying that when you say things aloud it, that are negative, it becomes real? Or when you say when you say what you're potentially about to do to someone, it then opens it up for negativity.
1: He'll come back in and, and, okay. and, and tap back in with us so we know Larry Frank. See, he would be one of the ones I passed the link to let him jump on and have a conversation with us because I rock. I rock with Larry Frank. Nevertheless, um, I had an. It was a um. So, Mr. White, have you experienced that trauma responses in your life, whether good, bad, or indifferent?
0: Um. Yeah. Mine. I, I think mine probably is. Well, like earlier on, it was fight. I think mm-hmm. now it. it it could possibly be uh, it was fight now it could be flight possibly to where all right i'm just gonna totally disconnect myself from certain situations right as of right now i don't i can't really think of the last time a situation happened for me to really see if i had a traumatic response like i haven't been in any super like stressful or just something just happened where it's like oh gosh and you would see like an immediate trauma response because i think a trauma response also too is something you don't really think about right, right. like it, it just has it's, it's automatic like boom it's a reflex so response yeah so i can't even really think of something that has happened recently to where
2: and I on top
0: specifically
2: on top of that being able to identify it like it yeah. may be, it may maybe your spouse that will so help you identify somebody that else about, close to you. To so clear.
0: yeah, so in, in that situation, I would say it's definitely um, flight. But I know I can't leave, right? So my flight is just all right. I'm gonna go sit in my garage. I'm just gonna go separate from her when we when we having a conversation or when we talking. If I get frustrated, I'm like, all right, I'm out.
1: Yo, and that's that's been my go to lately. So I'm I'm like on both ends of the pendulum. Honest to God, mm-hmm. like either I'm going in i'm completely avoiding it mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying like and so that's my thing now like especially when when interpersonal like with, with another lady or something like that it's like i don't really i'm not for that tension i just I, i'm yeah, walking away you, and i'm ignoring it yeah, or i'm or i'm just
2: it you 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 personally it, it it's like um i'm gonna use this phrase but it, it may not it may be a little um exaggerated but you're almost like like a ticking time bomb like with you, because it can be like one end. No, that's what, on. that's what I'm saying. Like, it's no, it's like you, you, you can't play the middle with you. Like you're, like you said, you're one end of the spectrum or the other. Either you, you, you completely remove yourself, where it's like, yo, that, that might have been worse. You know what I'm saying? And then actually voicing your concerns and your opinions. And then there's other times where you go hard on something that it's like, Bro, this was very insignificant. You know what I'm saying? Like you, you just wasted a lot of energy on, on doing an elevator. Did you that, know I'm what I'm saying? saying? It's not, it's not, it's not, it's not, we're not doing that no more. You now. know what I mean? We're like, not doing
1: it anymore. No but th- that situation was so big. It's a bigger deal to you than it was to me. No, but, and it's pissing me off now because I really. Don't I it honestly that just bad. brought
2: that up just to be funny, but <laughs> so goes. what'd she say? Like the elevator. Yeah, like the elevator. But that, but, but. <laughs> I don't want to talk about the elevator, but I'm going to talk about it for one second. (laughs) Like, what I'm saying is, like, that elevator is like a microcosm of of how you deal
1: with situations. but But the elevator, even in how you perceived it to be, it wasn't even
2: that bad. Like, you made it worse. Okay, let me ask you a question. If it was exactly how I perceived it, would it concern you? Yes,
1: because I don't want to be perceived that way. No, because it doesn't happen often.
2: My concern mainly was, we're on the other side of the country in an elevator, and this is happening. So what? So the the bigger glaring thing for me, and I'm not a therapist, the bigger glaring thing for me was like what's the root cause? Like what's behind this? So you know what I'm saying? In in doing
1: the in doing and having these conversations that we had in the podcast, it was my expectations of other people. And it's, it's it's simply acknowledging that I can't put the I can't expect people to treat me how I would treat them. Yeah. You know, I have to lower my expectations in that regard.
2: No, I I agree with that. But how I received it was like you felt disrespected. I think
1: more so i think I, I my first jump was racism that's the first place i went in my head mr white Don't you, you're not familiar with the elevator situation did we tell you already no nah. oh. <laughs> wow we, we've had this conversation on 17 episodes yeah but <laughs> we, we was in the elevator we walked bell wedding. and i walked at prentice's wedding bell and i walk into the elevator this dude on the elevator like on his phone or whatever right and no, I no, said, no
2: no no we were already on the elevator he walks onto the elevator it right. was a stop so we were on the elevator. There was a stop. White dude comes in on his phone, like most people, right? Chief. And we're looking. It's it's a, it's a very nice hotel. And it's like a, it's an elevator where you can see outside. So we're mm-hmm. looking at the city, looking out. So dude walks in and chief's like, good morning. And then we continue to look back outside. And then the dude doesn't respond. And then chief's like, good morning. <laughs> and then the dude, like, almost gets a little startled. He's like, oh, 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 good morning. And i'm just sitting there listening i'm like he didn't listen soon as
1: i said the second good morning like, yo no what if that man don't want to talk to you now me and him arguing in the elevator in front of this dude
2: making him even making him even worse i'm like yo i just say good morning to the dude yeah. <laughs> so so that because i'm just putting myself in, in his shoes and i'm not saying that chief was bullying him i'm saying it could have been perceived that way so when when from my my perspective i'm like i want to help my man like i don't because like this isn't a real thing. Like oh, I was trying to help him by just trying to
1: provide some comfort for walking into another two big black niggas, you know what I'm yeah, saying?
2: Yeah, <laughs> and all and he, and it immediately got uncomfortable. Immediately. <laughs> like like you, you talk about like like it was it was, and that's what I was trying to tell him. I'm like, yo, if your goal is to make him more comfortable, allow him to be him. What if he doesn't want to talk to you? What if him not talking to you is actually how he finds comfort? Yo, first of all,
1: Mia, don't co-sign with this guy. Yo, Let's no, she knows. she was there, and we not we not doing that. You know what I'm saying? I, just, I felt the way about Bell because he was pissing me off because he made it worse. Yeah. <laughs> the dude would think about it like that. So, Never so, was that. chief, you you Never were more upset we used, with Bell than the dude, chief. Whatever. I ain't gonna hate
0: for that. Let's. Anyways, wait, no, 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 wait, no. What'd you say? What'd you say, Adrian? You you was more upset with Bell than you was the
2: dude for not. Yeah, speaking? I think he uh, exacerbated the issue. Yo, dude, first all, <laughs> that that sounds like it has sexual connotations, too. So don't use those type of words. <laughs> we're in this close proximity. I don't know what you're saying, so I'm going to take it as disrespect. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Anyways, yo, let's change the subject. Elder, elder AD got a, Bell kind of stole my thought as I was typing. Question. As a spouse or parent, are there any tips in recognizing and or identifying trauma responses in your spouse or
2: children? Hey, I'm going to give you an... Take this one, Adrian, but I'm gonna just say something real quick, L A D. Don't coach your spouse, bro. Don't coach your spouse. That's that's my advice I'll give you because it uh it's always will be well intended, but it may not land the way you need it to land. So if that's my opinion. I mean, we got a professional one, I'm sure he can he can wait what, what do you say?
0: Don't around. don't what your spouse?
2: Don't coach your spouse.
0: Coach your spouse, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's real it, it, it you literally have to be able to provide a a space yes to where it's safe for you to give the feedback right and that's not always where a lot of couples are at that's why when they do it they don't even know how to receive it or yep. to even give it in a way that it's received from a place of love right typically when we want to point out the flaw we're already upset Right? we're not thinking about hey when is the best time to even have this conversation are there any particular words that i need to use can i even ask them hey do you feedback about something that i saw you know what i'm saying so i de- i definitely agree i remember having to learn like yo it's you know how men say yo you're supposed to teach your, your wife and things like that i remember when it came so clear as day to me like the best way i teach her is by modeling the behavior exactly right? like like that's it i don't need to be telling her what to do necessarily now and but because i serve her she'll come ask me and then that's when i do it right it literally has to be her her asking or me making suggestions hey so what do you what do you think about this rather than saying hey do this hey if you did this how do you think you, it would work out
2: bro that should happen today <laughs> like i kid you not And a very very small minor example but we're driving back to connecticut i mean from connecticut but I was out late last night with the team and I flew in this morning. I was just dumb tired. I was like, Yo, can you just drive? She, I always drive, like I'm always driving. Um, I'm just a way better driver than her, and I only really feel comfortable when I'm driving. But in in that same vein, what I would do often is while she was driving, I would say things to her. I'm like, yo, slow down. Why are we going this fast? Well, like stuff like that, like backseat driving, you know what I'm saying? Now I go to sleep, cause I'm like, if it's going down, it's going down. There's nothing I'm gonna <laughs> be able to do. You know what I'm saying? I just don't want to see it, so I'm gonna just go to sleep. So today, we had stopped. My son wanted to eat, work. we had stopped at the uh, McDonald's to get him a Happy Meal, and um, and we're exiting, but it's like a big truck stop and all of that stuff, cause it's on the highway. And I see her going the wrong way, but I'm just like, I'm gonna let it be. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm not. Got it. ain't the time of the place you know what i'm saying she'll figure it out so that's why i don't say nothing even when we're driving home like she doesn't drive so much like i drive so much that she has to put the gps on to get back to connecticut you know like where i don't like we've been in boston almost three years like how you don't know how to get back home yet is crazy to me but anyway we we're driving so we get off the same exit every time we come home she put manchester the town where our parents live in the in the gps and i'm seeing us about to drive and pass our exit but i'm just like you know what i'm gonna just let this go i'm gonna just let i'm gonna just let it pan out how it's supposed to pan out so we get off three exits past our two exits past our exit and all i said when we got off the exit i'm like hmm we never we never went this way to get home before (laughs) and then she's like what What? oh my god i realized i just put manchester in i'm just getting off the exit that the gps provided so then i had to put in my, my in the gps my mom's address so we can figure out the best way to get to her house but yeah man don't whereas old me like yo slow down exit right here you know what i'm saying like we got we got to get off right here but that could have led to all kinds of other things and it's just like it's not that serious so no i do not coach my spouse um she always gets at me because my company we're a sales organization and we're always giving each other feedback you know what i'm saying like like constructive um reinforcing whatever the type of feedback we're given um and she's always like don't be don't be giving me you no know, feedback you know so i don't want to hear no feedback and i'm like all right, you got it <laughs> Now, before
1: you tackle that, that question miss i think you already did yeah, anyway did. but um those who are watching us right now go ahead and click that like button one time as my man hint will say the likes help the channel the most we trying to help this thing grow you know we just getting started mr white said he was there from the beginning of that joint he saw it grow to what it has now so we're just trying to And am for a, the beginning of this moving it move in a good direction you know what i'm saying so if you want it, if you want it right now hit the like button one time uh subscribe to the channel we're doing some we're doing some big things um I think we got a good session in today, fellas. I don't know if we need to keep it going. Um, Anybody, Any pressing yeah, questions anybody in to? there want to go and uh, ask uh,
0: LCSW? Well, well, let me, Um, I do want to get back to this that question that was up there just to give people like something specific to look at. I think the main thing in terms of just identifying the trauma response, it just boils down to awareness, right? And being curious. So I say that's the main thing. Pay attention to your spouse. Pay attention to your children, right? If they say they had a bad day or, you know, a death in the family or when they're angry or when they're upset, how is it that they are responding? Talk with them and, and process those things with them. But it literally boils down to awareness. Now, I don't know if I would necessarily be focusing on what their trauma response necessarily is because it's not always a bad thing, right? It's only if it's used in excess, In excess. Right. So if it's fighting and this dude is just swinging off on people every time he get mad or he gets offended or something. okay, now it needs to be addressed. But I would just always start with awareness and asking questions. Try to gather as much information as you can and always come from a place as if you're genuinely interested. That will make them both more receptive to being open to receive anything that you have to say. Right. So like yeah, my wife is always asking me so many questions, so many questions, so many questions. So I know when she says something is real, it's coming from a good place and you genuinely just are trying to understand me versus, oh, you're trying to control me and kind of tell me what to do.
2: Yeah, Are or, or you trying to therapize me or whatever? Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be I'm you.
0: thankful. My wife is like the only woman I've been with who never accused me of that. Mm-hmm. I get okay. that all the time. Like, Yo, I'm not trying to do therapy. I don't care. I do therapy all day. I'm just trying to chill. Like, <laughs> I'm, the off the clock. I'm not trying that. to work right now. <laughs> That's so these
1: are some gems I can apply when it's time. Nevertheless, my people was dope. gems from it. Those we like to, you know, your you, five. Five. you ain't got
2: no bars.
1: I'm up here, cause chill out. I don't even know what that is. We're gonna find out, but I'm I'm good to go. Mister White always his wife. His wife always cracking up. He knows his. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Look at him. He know he ain't gonna lie to you. <laughs> you ain't <laughs> even got a bar though.
2: What that's if we got? I don't know what that is. is. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um. Nevertheless, yo, again, I thought it was dope. Um,
2: connection is unstable.
1: Sounds like your Wi Fi. No, it ain't me, B. I'm good over here. Um, go ahead, uh, and give us a final thought, Bell. You first.
2: Um, I think the biggest gem that I got from this today for me was, um, trauma responses don't have to be negative, you know what I'm saying? Like, trauma responses don't have to be negative, um, or perceived to be negative. Like, that was that was good for me to hear because, um, I think, uh, at least that's where I go. Like if I hear a trauma response, I'm like, all right, that means it's some shit that I have. I haven't sorted out that I need to get through or whatever, but it's true. It's, uh, it could be out of necessity. It could be out of whatever. So, so yeah, that, that was good for me. Um, um, keep conversations going, you know, like I learned that through this conversation, we're talking about an episode we did over a year ago, you know, and, and that never came up in the conversation the first time. So I just like to, to, to continue having open dialogue with, well, quite frankly, people who know more than you do in in certain areas, you know, so continue to expand your, your network and your circle to put yourself in rooms where, um, you're not the smartest person, quite frankly. Mr. White, final thought. Um.
0: Since I mostly work with married couples. Yeah. Yeah. Don't don't try to coach your spouse. Right. <laughs> um, it's not that it's they're going to be coming to you
2: for another reason. <laughs> like, yeah, oh, So yeah. how does divorce going to work? Out?
0: <laughs> yeah. But it, it's literally just a matter of sometimes we're not competent in a lot of things. Right. We think we just know. But if you had to ask yourself, OK, where did you learn how to be married? Right. Who did how did where did you learn to be a good husband and do this stuff from? More than likely, you haven't seen it. Or you didn't even have access to your parents, the ins and outs of their marriage. So really, you don't know. So start with awareness, asking questions and genuinely seeking to understand before anything else. Right. If you seek to understand your partner, that's going to do more for your relationship than anything you tell them.
1: So I love it. I like the, uh, I mean, not that I haven't heard it before, but I think it's important for people to remember, like cultivating a safe space to have those difficult conversations is ultimately important. If you can catch yourself in the midst of your frustration and go, this probably isn't the best time or environment or tone that I have right now, it'll make all the difference when you do have this conversation with your spouse. And I think, you know, two people willing to, or two people fighting for the same goal and willing to take that space and then have the conversation when they're ready ultimately creates a strong, strong, you know, strong foundation for you guys to move forward and and build on. So,
2: Like uh, like Ray said, uh, he's like, sometimes the volume don't allow you to hear the message. Yes. You know what I mean? Mm. That's the, you
0: know, when I do, when I work with couples, the first rule of communication I tell them is maintain self-control, y'all. If y'all are starting to argue or somebody's getting upset, the conversation needs to end. And that's one of the ones they all struggle with.
2: Yo, we had a, my wife and I, we had, it was like, this like uh um, pride ego mm-hmm. whatever you want to call it but every time we would like argue like bicker in front of people like our close close friends it always became like a pissing contest you know what i'm saying so mm-hmm. th- in therapy we ended up creating a safe a safe word mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying to to stop the other person from going any further if you recognize it before they do so our shit was uh think i left the garage door open <laughs>
0: that's fire i like it i like I mean, it i fire. remember the
2: last one we had we were in the middle of the bar just going back and forth about somebody you know i think i left the garage door open everybody was like because then she just shut up <laughs> you know <what> I'm <laughs> everybody looking like the hell is going on here
0: that's good, man. That's good, though. Again,
1: that's effective communication. Now you guys could, did you, I'm sure you guys double back on that conversation. And no, whatever. I mean, but yo, yeah. oh, we
2: just worked at it, man. We've been in therapy, shit, bro, for fucking six years, something like that. Couples therapy, at least six years. So we just been working at it, and uh, cause it's not. This is my opinion, and and maybe, Adrian, you feel the same. I personally don't believe that therapy is like a one time thing, or you know what I'm saying, or like a six time thing you have six sessions and, and you're fixed I don't, I don't believe that i believe like my chiropractor told me i was like man i don't want to go to you man because i have to come to you for the rest of my life he's like now nah, i hear you he's like you gonna brush your teeth for the rest of your life and i'm like yeah And i'm like shit <laughs> <Got him. laughs> Got me. you know what i'm saying so it was maintenance you know what i'm saying like it's maintenance because mm-hmm. everybody evolves Every, everything grows it's like and you can grow apart you know like and, and if you don't mm-hmm. have a governor or a checkpoint to to kind of to um to make sure those things are still in balance you know what i'm saying so so i i highly encourage uh, couples therapy
0: yeah absolutely we we in couples therapy you know what I'm saying i think people need to go before issues start so if you're in a good marriage or a relationship and you don't think y'all got issues now the time to start counseling that, that's my recommendation, because a lot of times by the time people do come, it's so much resentment and stuff build. It takes forever yep. to tear back all of these layers and get to a place to where you even view the other person as a person again. Right. Like I get couples in there, they don't even see the person as a person. Like, will he mean that hurt him because I was with another dude like he cheated on me. So he, I'm like, he's still a person. Yeah. <laughs> so it's always best, just like with a doctor, you would go see the doctor every year to get your checkup, right? Whether you have symptoms or not, should be the same thing with
2: your mental man and your Yeah, I mean, should probably even it's probably more important. Yeah. No Definitely. So those of you who haven't tapped
1: in with a therapist, please do so. Can only get can only help you get better. But y'all, I think this was dope. Mr. White, we appreciate you for giving tapping in, yo. I love these conversations. Hopefully we can we can do it again next week to do with good lord willing <laughs> 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 nevertheless yo hit the website for us one time y'all black abnt.com or subscribe to our YouTube channel all really? black
2: Need therapy
1: yeah check out mr uh mr white at uh accelerated yeah. you know and um yeah follow us on all social media outlets at all black Need therapy Do us all a favor and hug a black man today. Do it. And tomorrow. Do it. We out, y'all. Peace.